Welcome to a daily dose of Torah, as Rabbi Ruvi New masterfully blends a flavorful mix of today's Hayom Yom, Hasidic meditation, Torah portion, Tanya, and Maimonides. Get ready for a delicious and nutritious power booster for your soul. Ready to power up your day? Join Rabbi New for the daily Torah podcast on your favorite podcast provider like Spotify, Apple, and Google. Plug in and power up. Good morning. Welcome to today's edition of 10 Minutes of Torah, entitled, Keep Pharaoh Out of the House. More about that a little later. Today's the second of Nissan, Bez Nissan, and today is the Yardside, the anniversary of the passing of the sec- uh, the uh, sorry, the fifth Chabad Rebbe, known as the Rebbe Rashab, Rabbi Sholem Dov Ber, passed away on this day, the second of Nissan in 1920 in the city of Rostov Don and um, he, uh, he he passed away during a very tumultuous time of civil war in Russia between the whites and the reds and he had to uproot himself from the town of Lubavitch Chabad Lubavitch Lubavitch Chabad is the um, is the term that describes the philosophy of the movement. Lubavitch is, means the city of brotherly love, which is where the movement was centered for well over a hundred years. And um, the Rebbe Rashab was actually the one to establish the first Chabad Yeshiva, known as Tom Chetminen. And what was unique about this Yeshiva is that it was the first yeshiva ever to formally integrate the study of both Jewish mysticism, Hasidut, and the classic yeshiva um, study program of Talmud and the Code of Jewish Law. Um, Additionally, he declared that his objective was to not only produce students but soldiers, soldiers who would be armed to fight to preserve Judaism and Jewish life. And uh, not not long after his passing, there was the revolution, the communist revolution, and those those students were who were effectively in boot camp and the Chabad Yeshiva system indeed became soldiers and the vanguards of the fight to preserve Jewish life in Russia. And they were uh, continued to be guided and directed and inspired by the Rebbe's son and, and uh, successor of the previous Rebbe. So that is the Hayyim Yoim for today and a little bit about the history of uh, the Rebbe Rashab, whose yard site is today the second of uh, Nisan. In today's... Uh, Tanya section, Dr. Rebbe talks about the importance of all mitzvot being actionable because the purpose of mitzvot is to be transformative and in order to transform it has to be actionable. Transforming means 
the soul, the neshama, is sent into the world, said the Alter Rebbe, not to transform itself, because the soul is already as pure as it can be, and remains so. Rather, it is to effectuate transformation over the human side of us. Now, many mitzvot are, by definition, actionable. They require action, like we're coming up on Pesach. You have to eat the matzah, right? But even a mitzvah like praying also needs to be actionable to the extent that the words have to actually be verbalized and articulated. So you can't pray like you're reading a novel and scan the words uh, with your eyes. You have to actually verbalize them because that's part of the process of utilizing the physical body as a container and as a vehicle through which for holiness. So it has to be actualized. So on the one hand, Alter Rebbe says, all mitzvot need to be actualized. On the other hand, also, he says, it's important also to maintain a sense of um, consciousness and awareness and mindfulness as to what we're actually doing, because that enhances the experience. So it's true, let's say, for example, when it comes to eating matzah on Passover, you know, even if you're sitting at the table and um, uh, thinking that you'd rather be somewhere else, um, but you eat the matzah because that's what you do, not the mitzvah. But obviously, if you're more present and appreciative of what you're doing, that enhances the mitzvah experience. So that's the gist of the um, Tanya reading for today. And um, in the Torah section of today, which we, we started this week, the book of Leviticus, which focuses a lot on sacrifices. And today it talks about the sacrifice of a bird and uh, in general, sacrifices, the range of sacrifices started with bulls and oxen all the way down to birds, pretty much depending on how much a person could afford. So the devil points out something really interesting, that when it came to the offering of bulls and oxen, which were brought by wealthy people who could afford it, um, the hides of the animals were kept and, and given to the priests for their own usage. They weren't brought on the actual altar, whereas birds were completely offered on the altar. And birds generally came from poorer people. So that points out here that um, it's because it's for a wealthier person to give a, a, an ox or a bull to the temple um, is not, not much necessarily of a sacrifice. But for a, um, a poor person, even to give a bird comes with a lot of um, sacrifice on his part. And therefore, it's fully consumed on the altar to indicate that that is treasured by God. So, so God doesn't always, God doesn't measure things necessarily in terms of volume and uh, quantity, um, but also by um, the degree of personal sacrifice with which we do things. And it could be a very small thing, but if, if, it, if it takes a lot from us to do something small, then that could register much more in God's eyes than something big that we do that requires no effort whatsoever. That's the, um, that's the Torah takeaway from the Torah reading of today. And now for keep Pharaoh out of the home. Hmm. Since when are we trying to fend off Pharaoh from our homes? So here's a really fascinating lesson. It comes from the Rambam from Maimonides' laws that we're uh, studying today. 
which are uh, the laws of not having false measures. Um, in other words, when a person is coming to buy a product from someone, you use weights to measure the, uh, the weight of the product. The Torah says you're not allowed to use false measures. Um, in other words, they have to be such that they um, accurately reflect the weight of the item that's being sold. So here, Rambam says very something very interesting. Anyone who, who has false measures or uses that um, is like Pharaoh and is guilty of, um, of idolatry like Pharaoh. The question is, well, why is this singled out in, in, in a unique manner of comparison to Pharaoh? So the Rebbe says this, that the unique thing about the full, the, having false weights is that not only is the prohibition extend to the actual sale or transaction, you're not even allowed to have it in the house. And so the sin starts even with having the false weights. Now, why would a person have these um, false weights in the house? Because they are sort of um, deluding themselves into thinking that God is not really mindful of what's going on in their house and they can, quote, get away with it. And that is the connection to um, Pharaoh, who, when approached by Moses and Aaron to liberate the Jewish people, claimed to not know about God, who's, who's, who's God, even though he was very well aware that he was not the demigod that he was making himself out to be, and eventually came to that um, recognition. So the point is that a person can make choices that are, on some degree, delusional. And we get to the point where we convince ourselves of certain realities that deep down we know are simply not true. Such is the case of trying to get away with a false weight in the house, and such was the delusion of Pharaoh thinking that he could get away with um, the, his, his own declaration of being a demagogue and a master of the world that he controlled. So that's the connection between the two. So the idea of keeping Pharaoh out of our own homes means um, to realize that God's presence is everywhere and uh, he can't pull anything over his eyes. So uh, let's try and be aware of that. Make good choices, healthy choices, positive choices, holy choices. And each one of those transforms that moment of the day into a holy one, a godly one. And that's, that's a good way to live. Make it great day and uh, tomorrow morning we'll be broadcasting from jewish.tv's homepage on facebook see you there god willing thanks for joining and once again make it a great day thank you for tuning in to today's daily dose of torah for more life enriching wisdom from rabbi new and to sponsor a daily dose of torah go to bocabeachchabad.com